Welcome to the Hoops Culture Podcast, where we talk about all things basketball. We're back for episode 15. Yes, sir, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're back. Um, I missed uh, missed uh, everyone the past couple days. The last episode was on Monday. It was a great episode. Please check that out. Um, yeah, we're, we're back. Um, ooh. Oof, 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 oof. I don't know what happened there. That's weird. Sorry about that. Stupid microphone fell. Uh, terrible, terrible, terrible outtake right there, but whatever. Um, yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Yes. Uh, preseason has been going on. I've actually enjoyed the preseason. Um, it's been really, really fun. I It's just highly competitive, actually. I'm surprised on how competitive the NBA preseason has been. And, um, yeah, I mean, before we get into everything, let's talk about the new foul call stuff. And I am so happy this stuff is gone, man. It was the worst thing ever. I hated every ounce of that foul call stuff where we would see a player like um, James Harden. Um, I'll play the clip, like, right here. And then we'll see. To, yeah. to right in LeBron's there. right there. <laughs> and LeBron said, are you watching? See, that's the one that they, with a game like this, I would review that. This early in the game, I would review that. Would just See how it goes. But yes, so he would just hook his uh, defender, his defender's arm, and like shoot a ball, shoot the ball and get the foul. Or you get other guys like um, Trey Young, Emmanuel Quickly, player like on my team, Chris Paul. Who would just get non-basketball moves. It's just like, it was so stupid on how they could actually just really go to the line so easy. I never understood it. Um, but now, that stuff is fixed. You see guys, Steph Curry, uh, James Harden, not getting calls. And they were complaining, but you know, that's the new it's the new thing now with the league. And I love it, honestly. Makes the league a lot more competitive. And we won't be be having to see so many free throw shots anymore which is great (coughs) excuse me uh yeah but the big story i think even bigger than the foul the fouls and everything is the la lakers man they went oh and six oh and six in the preseason i was honestly like genuinely surprised how they really went oh and six i mean I understand that, like, LeBron and Westbrook didn't play all the games, but when when Westbrook played, bro, he looked bad. He looked really, really bad. I mean, you see the terrible turnovers just, just doesn't mesh well with the with the team. You got, um, obviously, yes, it is preseason. You couldn't, you don't have to, you know, overreact so quickly, but, but then again, Ah, uh, you gotta you gotta look like you're in sync. He just he just looked terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. And then, you know, LeBron LeBron actually looks a lot more athletic than um than what he um did look like in uh last year, which is honestly, you know, it's good. Good to hear. Uh yeah. <laughs> Westbrook played good the last game. Um eighteen points. 
58% from the field, 33 from three, not bad. 50 from the line is not good. Uh, damn, I mean, those turnovers in the first few games looked really, really bad. Um, on the eighth, he had six turnovers. On the tenth, he had nine. On the twelfth, he had five. I mean, uh, the last game, the fourth, well, yesterday, he had three turnovers. I mean, yeah, it's it's limiting, but you're always going to expect turnovers with Westbrook because he's such a high-usage passer, so that's not, like, out of the norm to see three, three or four, but, like, you know, nine or six is up there. I could see him or LeBron being turnover leaders. It's not, not you know, they're high-usage players, so, you know, that's one thing about them. But should we be worried about the Lakers? Uh, I think a little bit. A little bit we should be worried just because of the fact, damn, bro, like he, like, like they, they look like they don't mesh well, that well together. I mean, obviously, yes, it's only the preseason. Just keep that in mind. It's only the preseason. I think we will start to worry a little bit more if it carries on to regular season, which I don't know. I mean, right as of right now, they just don't look like the best squad that they should be. Um, I mean, losing to Golden State pretty convincingly, and then, you know, losing to Sacktown, but just going on six, not even winning a game, um, just wasn't wasn't right. I mean, I'll just read, just read some of these. Um, oops, sorry about that. Uh, I mean, LeBron, seventeen point six rebounds, four assists, not bad. AD, twenty point six rebounds, two blocks. Um, the combined for 37 points. Westbrook, you know, tallied in his usual, his usual points. You know how he is. Uh, his triple doubles, close triple doubles. Warriors went are actually really impressive. 4-0 in the preseason. While, you know, you got the Lakers who fell to 0-6 in the entire preseason. Oh, man, I, I I mean I think it's time to see. I think for LeBron, LeBron, um, you know. His, his window could be closing. If he doesn't win this year, I don't think he's going to win any other year. Other West teams are getting better. The East team, the East looks like a powerhouse. A powerhouse. On paper, they look amazing, the East. And I'm going to talk about one specific team in the East right after this. But, yeah, actually, we'll, we'll talk about something else before we get into the to that team. But, yeah, Lakers... Um, I don't think it's time. <coughs> I, I think it's. I think we should be worrying a bit, just for the fact that um, they don't look like they mesh too well together. But then again, it is only preseason, but they don't look like they mesh the best together. Um, hopefully, they could bring it back up. I would love to see LeBron win another ring. Obviously, I want the New York Knicks to win a championship this year. I don't know if that's likely, but yeah. Um, hopefully, we could see something like that. And yeah. Uh, Hopefully the Lakers turn it around. Uh, next, before we talk about the next team, I want to talk about the Kyrie Irving situation. Not the, I mean, I understand. There's just um, that the vaccine stuff. Not, not that. That's not my forte. I'm not gonna talk about that. Um, I want to talk about if he does have to get traded. Where does he go? Where does he go? <coughs> and man. 
there's not too many spots for him to go to on a championship team because a lot of them do have great point guards. One one uh, team I do see him going to, which I think would be um, uh, not ideal, but just like ideal for both teams since they're both having troubles. Ben Simmons for Kyrie Irving straight up. Kyrie Irving goes to the Philadelphia 76ers, and Ben Simmons lands in Brooklyn. I think this fits for both teams, honestly. Um, you got Kyrie Irving is kind of the player that Joel Embiid really needed, uh, what will needs um, a, a guy who could just get a bucket, not clog any of the space, someone, someone who will have a man on him no matter what. Kyrie's dangerous all on without the ball, with the ball. Everywhere on the court, obviously defense does take a big dip. Kyrie being a horrendous defender, um, especially since Ben Simmons is an All NBA esque uh, defender. And then Brooklyn, Brooklyn picks up Ben Simmons. Their defense gets insanely, insanely better, especially at the point guard spot. Um, Kevin Durant and Kyrie don't have to play. I mean, Kevin Durant and James Harden don't play in the post. They don't play in the paint. They could shoot jumpers and, and go out. I think that's perfect for Ben Simmons. That's the perfect situation he could go in to succeed. I would love to see that. That's one trade I was thinking of. Another trade. Um, I wouldn't know too much about the specifics. But honestly, if, if Cleveland could get Kyrie Irving back, that would be a, a kind of funny, funny little um, situation there. You know, they get <laughs> Colin Sexton, um, a couple other younger guys, and some picks for Kyrie Irving. Maybe you throw Kevin Love in there to match salary. I mean, Kyrie Irving back in Cleveland would be a nice moment. I don't know if he'd ever want to go back to Cleveland, but, you know, you got um, Kyrie in, in Cleveland, and then you get Colin Sexton on the Nets. Drop off, obviously, because Colin Sexton is not as good as Kyrie Irving. He's got the potential to be great, very, very great in this league. So that's something you would love to see. And um, another, another, <coughs> excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I, I, I wasn't feeling, I haven't been feeling good a couple of days, um, having a bad cough. It's not coronavirus because I get tested at school and I've tested negative multiple times, but yeah, um, I just really haven't been up to it the past couple of two weeks. It was hard to really plan, especially with school. School's been stressful, but um, yeah, I really just wanted to get a quick little um, episode in. We're going to talk about Chicago Bulls. The Chicago Bulls look incredible, incredible together. I love watching the Chicago Bulls, man. Um, one of my cousins is a big Chicago Bulls fan. Shout out Samir. Um, yeah, I mean, they're 3-0 right now. They're 3-0 on the preseason. They haven't lost. They're playing the Memphis Grizzlies right now. Bro, they, they mesh they mesh so well together. You wouldn't think like like it would take some time for them to mesh. Man, they mesh beautifully together. Lonzo Ball at the point. You got Zach Levine. Other guys. I mean DeMar DeRozan, I don't, I'm not sure DeMar has played, but um, Zach, man, man, Lonzo just meshes so well with them. 
you know, you're going to get Vucevic, Pat Williams, and all the other guys. I'm really excited for this team. They look extremely athletic. You got Caruso off the bench, Derek Jones Jr., um, and just an extremely young team. Besides DeRozan and Vucevic, the other guys are very young. I think nobody has been this excited for a Chicago Bulls team since the 2016-2017 Chicago Bulls with um, Jimmy Butler, Dwayne Wade, and um, I'm drawing a blank. Rondo? Yeah, Rondo. Yeah, I, I believe. I mean, man, um, that team was was a weird team, honestly. It's so freaking... <laughs> I honestly forgot, like, D-Wade played for two other teams. Like, he played for Cleveland and Chicago. Um, I kind of blocked that out of my mind. I always think, like, D-Wade stayed on one team. I just love to think like that. I think it's so much better to think like that. I mean, they went 41-41 that year, eighth seed. And they, I thought they were going to knock out the Celtics out of the first round, to be honest. Like, I, I really thought they were going to knock them out of the first round. And then um, Rondo gets hurt. Um, you know, then, uh, they just start losing, but man, uh, Jimmy Butler was that man. Like I really like Jimmy Butler's one of my favorite players. Guy just works hard. Um, just the straight baller. I, lo- I love watching him play, but yeah, I, I don't think anybody's been this excited for a Bulls team since 2016, 2017, or if you weren't excited for that team, which I think most people were. In Derrick Rose days, 2011 to 2013, man, like, Derrick Rose was on top. I love I love Derrick Rose. Um, he's on my Knicks now, of course. So, yeah, you know, got to support. But Chicago Bulls look great. I think they're going to make a big run in the playoffs. I don't know if they'll – I don't know if they'll get, get to the conference finals, but I definitely think they could get to the second round. The defense, besides Levine and Vucevic, like, you know, you got uh, Lonzo Ball. DeMar DeRozan and um, Pat Williams, who could play defense in the starting five. Uh, Alex Caruso is a great defender. And, um, you know, I, I really just can't wait for this team. Shout out my Knicks. They've been playing great in preseason. Their offense looked great. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, this is a really, really short episode, but I really wanted to get something out of here um, for you guys. I appreciate everybody who watches. Um, we'll be back on Monday. We'll have a great episode, long one for everybody, and peace.